0: Welcome to the Best Seat in the House, everybody. I'm Chase Coupo. Today, I just wanted to uh, put out a a quick and uh, more low-key episode because I have I watched the Annabelle movies, uh, had a little marathon uh, recently, and it just got me thinking about how great the Conjuring Universe is. The Conjuring Universe is a stroke of genius that does not get the credit it deserves. Now, not everyone loves these movies as much as I do, so this is already a skewed opinion, I'll get back to that point again. Now these may not be universally praised or constantly talked about, they're not superhero movies, they're not the biggest releases each year, but the minds behind the movies deserve a lot of credit for becoming, for creating the seamless cinematic universe that they have. For all intents and purposes, Peter Safran and James Wan are the primary architects of this franchise. Safran is the main producer alongside Wan now. Juan directed the first step into the franchise in 2013 with The Conjuring. It opened to positive reviews and ended its run as a definite box office success. It was a movie that focused on atmosphere and uses haunted house movie tropes and jump scares to near perfection. It established a very specific, and I would say somehow, warm aesthetic. The Conjuring established a strong foundation for what would eventually become one of the strongest cinematic universes so far. The next entry in the franchise is Annabelle. I hate this film. It sucks. The acting is awful. The story is basic. The execution of it is respectable and they do take some risks but overall the movie just doesn't really hit on any cylinder. It is very clearly supposed to be The Conjuring but also not The Conjuring. The movie takes many cues I would say from Rosemary's Baby And it mixed the Haunted House movie with a cult or ritualistic thriller. Now this was an important film in the franchise. It was only the second movie made and it was not a direct sequel or prequel. It is a prequel, but it's a spinoff. It confirmed the interest in the possible franchise and opened up the door further for different directors to come in and make their mark on James Wan's initial vision. It made a great profit, didn't get the warmest reviews overall, but it did well enough. The Annabelle doll was a big hit in its small role in The Conjuring, and it still had a lot of steam at this point, so that really helped. So that was our first variation on in The Conjuring universe on the Haunted House formula. The Conjuring 2 was next up to bat, James Wan's last directing gig in the franchise. He did not direct Annabelle. It was, oh gosh, uh, I'm going to forget the name, and I'm not going to look it up because that's not what I do, but uh, the, the guy who directed Piranha those movies. Uh, He did Annabelle, but The Conjuring 2 was James Wan's second and last directing gig in the franchise. This movie is still my favorite in the franchise, at least so far. I think it always will be. It is still, to this day, scary as hell. Patrick Wilson and Vera Fermia, I believe that's how you pronounce her name, really care about these characters and they really played their parts well, even better than the first movie. The Hodsons are a respectable ragtag bunch. Juan really went all out in this movie, and Safran confirmed this later in interviews last year, actually. Juan laid pretty much everything on the table with this movie in terms of jump scares, haunted house movies, and all that he did with The Conjuring originally. He made his peace and he wanted to move on to other things. He went on to direct Aquaman and is finishing work on his next movie, Malignant, a different kind of horror movie. Juan is still a hands-on producer and writer, actually, on these movies. So, this was another important moment in the franchise, the last Juan movie. It proved that they could retread the same idea. Demon haunts family, warns come to save them. No genre mixing or anything super different about it and the original. They did that, and they still just kept printing money, basically. Then we had Annabelle Creation. General audiences were already beginning to get tired of the Conjuring universe. The movies were popular and liked enough, but people were starting to gang up on and trash the movies for only being a series of jump scares. They were absolutely and unequivocally wrong about that and don't realize that jump scares, when done right, no matter how many are in a movie, are effective and respectable. But I digress. Annabelle Creation was a confirmation of The Conjuring 2's confirmation that another basic Haunted House movie will bring in the money. The movie was met with pretty great reviews, and it made its money. Director David F. Sandberg got his first franchise gig after doing the feature adaptation of his YouTube short, Lights Out. One produced that. And he got deserved credit for bringing one of the scariest movies of the franchise to life. One of the, you know, scariest out of four. It's, it's kind of a tough argument to make, but... The movie also continued... Con- <clears throat> Sorry. The movie also continued Gary Dauberman's rise to power. Dauberman had so far written Annabelle, It, It Chapter 2, Annabelle Come, wait, no, no. So far uh, in Dauberman's career, this isn't like pre prior to Annabelle Creation, it's just so far as of now, he's written Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, It, It Chapter 2, The Nun, and Annabelle Comes Home. He has some hits and misses in terms of quality, but every single movie has been a more or less a hit, made lots of money. Creation was sort of a crux of this franchise. It once again proved the strength of it. Creation was followed up with the best box office hit of the franchise, The Nun. The titular entity, Valak, a demon that manifests itself mostly as a, you guessed it, a nun. Valak was the villain of The Conjuring 2, and while the producers thought another villain from that movie, The Crooked Man, was their next spin-off movie, the fans provided them another route. The studio tapped Corin Hardy to bring a gothic and historical aesthetic to the franchise's haunted house movie plots. Dauberman was also trusted to bring the goods in terms of the script. They certainly had a lot of momentum leading up to release, and it made its money, but it was pretty much critically panned, both fans and critics alike. The movie is scary in some moments, and I'll be damned if it isn't one of the coolest movies I have ever seen. Still, it is really bad. It just feels bad at the bones. It's bad to the bone and not in a good way. Story is lackluster. The director couldn't wrap his head around that story. He couldn't direct some really good actors. The effects were actually shaky at times, especially at the end, and the movie had a distinct lack of tension. Why even make a horror movie if you can't get some sort of tension going? Still, The Nun is iconic. The movie also did what Creation did by having the ending tied directly into another entry in the franchise. The way the movie ended, actually, as far as I saw, did not leak at all. It was a genuine and really good surprise. So a gothic horror aesthetic on a haunted house jump scare movie. That is our second true variation on the genre. Then we received Annabelle Comes Home in 2019. Gary Dauberman was handed the keys to the car this time. He got to direct his own script. It was nice that one person who knows the mythology, timeline, etc. of the franchise had major work on all three Annabelle movies. It really makes this trilogy feel connected. All three movies are different visions and feel different, but they're all still so cohesive and together. The movie is technically just a haunted house movie, but to me it feels more distinctly like a dramedy. It is certainly the funniest movie in the franchise. It takes some cues from the style of Annie Muschietti's work on It and that kind of teen comedy aspect that is present there. The movie opts to stay away from the scares mostly for... Over half of the movie, we spend a lot of time with the characters, uh, you know, with with minor or short-lived scares, leading up to about the hour mark in a movie that's only one hour and forty-six minutes long. I admire those deals. It's nice to have that that effort put into developing the characters and making us care. And I think it worked, even though I didn't love it. I do think it was absolutely, absolutely nowhere close to as scary as the previous movies. Except for Annabelle, that movie sucks. I also recently realized that I don't like the score. Joseph Bishara is a genius and he's done so much great work, especially on The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2. Those scores are so dark and oppressive and weird. This time he opted for, I guess the way to put it is uh, a more restrained and just different score. To me, it portrays the tension. Even during the scary parts, I think the score is too cute. Anyway. The movie continued to bring in dough for Warner Brothers. All of these movies are made on such a small budget, it's nearly impossible not to make money on them. It is one of the most lucrative horror or R-rated franchises ever. It's made well over... Well, it's made over a billion dollars at the box office, and it actually hit that mark after the release of The Nun. The production... So that's... Let's see. Annabelle, Creation, Conjuring 2... Uh, and the nun so that's five movies it took to get to a billion dollars now the production budget for all of the movies combined so far including Annabelle comes home minus and this isn't including um, you know the the salaries and the pay for the crew and cast and marketing so they spent a little bit more than was reported but the basic numbers reported for uh, the budget for each movie adds up to about 136 million dollars. So if you want to include those other costs, this movie has way more than doubled its money spent in terms of uh, box office success alone. That's not counting a home release and other uh, merchandise and whatnot. And about Comes Home was one of the softest box offices and the most expensive productions so far, but it was still a financial success and the critics didn't mind it. The fans didn't mind it either. I think it was just meh all around. I I loved it, even though it's not that scary. It also provided the most obvious avenue for the franchise to last, spin-offs. The Ferryman, uh, Wedding Dress, and The Black Shuck were obviously the producers throwing things at the wall to see what sticks. They know that Ed and Lorraine can't go on forever. I actually anticipate that The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It, will be the last main Conjuring movie. Annabelle 4 is basically confirmed, and I also anticipate that to be the last movie in that little franchise within a franchise although I do think that they actually have an interesting chance to feature the Warns going up against Annabelle for real for the first time to truly close out their starring roles in the franchise, but who knows what they're going to do. They didn't do anything I thought they would do with Annabelle 3, and it turned out great. So, we have two old faithfuls on the way, but it's clear that new hauntings and creatures need to be injected into our eyeballs. I didn't think Annabelle Comes Home was very scary, but the producers... Well, I don't think it was very scary overall, and I definitely don't think the wedding dress gig, gag, you know, whatever you want to call it was very scary, but the producers really seemed to like it. The werewolf has been something James Wan really wanted to bring to the franchise for actually a long time. He even previously teased before they released Annabelle Comes Home that it would feature in The Conjuring 3, 3 possibly. I think the ferryman is actually the strongest and scariest creature, you know, besides Annabelle and the ram, of course, in that film. Don't forget about the planned Crooked Man movie. So with those ideas alone and, you know, probably pretty much countless others that haven't really been thought of or just haven't been put to paper yet, the Conjuring universe is here to stay. I will play my own devil's advocate here in my last point. I enjoy the ever-loving shit out of this franchise. It can do no wrong, except for Annabelle. That movie sucks. I don't get tired of the jump scares. I think it's okay that the Curse of La Llorona, which I didn't even mention in this article so far. Don't worry about it. It pretty much sucks. And The Nun are about as good as something I could write and direct, and that's not necessarily saying much. So what if Annabelle Comes Home is one of the least scariest movies of the franchise so far? I enjoy the aesthetic and the heart of these films endlessly, also the technical achievements. So for the flaws in each one and the franchise as a whole, I still give it too much credit. I just want to acknowledge this because someone might be reading or listening to this right now and they might not agree with any single point I make, and they hate these movies and think they suck. Uh, Well, we know one of them does. And that's okay. We're cool, I promise. We'll have dinner sometime. It's alright. The Conjuring Universe is one of the few cinematic universes outside of the MCU that has truly succeeded recently. It has a, so far, small array of directors, writers, characters, and creatures that all feel genuine and scary at times. It makes money and it keeps people interested. This is how you cinematic universe.